Hey everybody, it's Matt Powers. I'm an author, teacher, gardener, entrepreneur, and family guy, and I teach people all over the world how to live more regeneratively. And today I want to talk to you about finding balance in your business, like how to find balance in your business. Because a lot of people, you know, when they become an entrepreneur, they become very singular with their focus. And, you know, they may find success, but their, their personal lives may be destroyed, and all these different things may happen. And we kind of see that in our entertainment and the way we tell stories about it because um, we're attracted to those kind of disasters to a certain degree. And that, that's what spreads, that's, you know. And so we forget that most of the people who stick around that aren't, you know, flashes in the pan, that aren't doing peak performance, that are doing high performance, so they're consistent, they're consistently performing at a higher level. Those are the ones that last. And that's the, those are the people that I wanna emulate, that I wanna be like, and that have balance in their business, in their life. And they, you know, maybe, you know, they've, they've, they've gone through it and they've seen it, and, but, but what they've done is they've gotten over that time period where your business dominates and starts affecting other parts of your life. You know, because entrepreneurs sometimes forget you know, their mental self, their physical self, they sit around, they're always on the computer, or they don't work out. They forget, you know, their mental self, their intellectual self, and they don't study and they're not learning con constantly. And maybe they're not doing their spiritual practices or they're not, you know, spending time with their friends, their social side, and their, their relationships, their family, all these different aspects of a person are really, really important. And without them, you will find peaks and deep, deep valleys rather than a consistent high performance. And then, you know, sometimes folks get caught in this, this, this cycle where, where, where they get caught in a certain part of it. And so they become entrepreneurs, they're falling in love with creation and being creative and ideas, and they maybe never make a product. Or they don't focus enough on earnings and they run out of money <clears throat> and find hard times. So it's, we really need to have this balance in our focus on what we spend our time in, in our business as well. And then we need to, with our messaging and communications to other people, we need to be more understanding. And we need to focus on being understanding rather than being understood. Because if we can be understanding, we can understand what they are really needing and wanting. And then we can reframe and change what we're offering and then when we speak to their uh, to, to their actual needs then we actually get understood so if we want if we, we, we really have to do this in marketing too too many people are just trying to force a sale and just get in people's faces and it's burning them out and they're like, oh, I'm so tired. I just forced so much energy out and didn't get any sales. And yeah, because they're trying to be understood instead of being understanding. This is the difference between that, you know, that younger child, I don't know, maybe like a third born boy in a family of all boys trying to get attention. I know what that's like. I was a musician and I totally, went through that as a musician and it was really interesting. One of my best friends watched me for the first time and goes, you're a third born boy, right? 
yeah, that's really obvious. And I was like, I can just tell by your, your, your music that you didn't get enough attention as a child. And I was like, cut deeply. <laughs> but the reality was, it was, I was trying to be understood. Listen to me. Instead of being understanding and understanding the world as it was. And you know, this is part of the reason why in Ireland they say that most writers don't have anything to say until they're over 45. They haven't lived enough. They don't understand enough to be worthwhile to be understood. <laughs> but there's some truth there at the same time. Not saying that like we shouldn't listen to any youth, we should always listen to youth, we should listen to children, we should listen to elderly, we should listen to everyone. Um, not saying that. But what I'm saying, there's a little bit of truth there that we, we really need to have that development of understanding to be truly understood at a level that resonates deeply and at a level that serves at a high level. And then, you know, people focus on earning instead of giving. And they, they, they get money focused and they get really tied up in money and really paranoid and worried about money. And worry is the opposite of enthusiasm. It's like that scarcity model comes right out when you're trying to just sell, 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 instead of it being a gift. Because, and there's a few different levels to that. As I said before, we need to bring value and actually give a gift to start the reciprocity when we start our business. Um, our business itself needs to be a gift. It needs to be so worthwhile for the people that, you know, take it in or use it or experience it, that it is a gift, that it is so worthwhile, that you design a business that serves at such a high level and is costs money, of course, or, or, or an exchange of value or something like that, but it's so worthwhile to them that it's a gift. And they're like, yeah, it's worth 10 times the amount of money or it's worth 10 times the amount of my time and service and trade or barter or, or what have you. And, 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 and that kind of gratitude that that builds, that's lasting. The way we make people feel is what actually builds the memories that we have. You know, babies and children, and like people say, oh, they won't remember this. Oh, you know, little children, they don't have memories. Um, memory starts at six or seven. It's not true at all. Our emotional memory, how people have made us feel throughout our life remains intact. And it even starts within the womb because trauma that happens to the mom happens to the baby. And this, you know, this, this, is, this is what it is. So we have to real, realize that if we go into that abundance, we go into giving, we will see that effect carry through everything that we do. That abundance mentality will go and infect everything. So if, 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 we, if we can communicate to ourselves and we can communicate to the world, that kind of gift and and see that value when we're selling we will have that in our mind and the people will feel that we will see that they will hear that and then when they then they buy it and they take it in they will feel that and they will know that and they will be able to pass that on and spread the word and that 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 gratitude that gift economy will be you know built in 
to even the, the other economy where we're exchanging value. Or maybe you're offering it and they just donate and that's that part of it too. It all is, is open to our interpretation and exploration. And I really do believe that as we just start focusing on giving what we're giving to the world, then earning can start happening in all these creative different ways that may not be traditional, may not be selling a product as you know, at first maybe it's donations and maybe it's crowdfunding and all these different, you know, modalities for, for having earning or income or support can come in. And then lastly, <laughs> entrepreneurs tend to forget, you know, that relaxing is hard work, that we have to work on the skill of relaxing. And this is why people do meditation and working out. And this is why, you know, some, you know, entrepreneurs are really, really buff and like they work out and they're strong. And it's because they, they realize that they need to work hard at relaxing, at doing the opposite of what we do during the day when we're building tension, when we're sitting or, you know, we're doing all these things, we're focusing. We need to re release those things at equal, equal levels of energy to, to counteract that at least. And then we need to go further if we want to go further. And that's why we hyper concentrate things into, you know, meditation. That's why we go to bed on time. We get that seven to eight, seven to eight hours of sleep a night. And, and we, we purposely, you know, shut off at certain times. I'm like not good at this, but I'm working on this. So we're, we're, we're on the same page with this one. Okay. Um, so like shutting off at a certain time during the day, so that you can wind down more so that your night's sleep is deeper and also that you inter you know you interact um, and connect with the people around you more um, so so those things are things that we tend to forget so what do we do about it well the reality is we need to make our personal holistic wellness our top priority because if we're not at our mental physical peak, then we can't serve at our peak. Whether it's our family, our business, community, we can't actually reach our best performance unless we are ourselves at our best state. Mental, physical, you know, emotional. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's a challenge. But making our personal holistic health and wellness our top priority is what we need to do. And that means we need a morning and evening ritual. And there's so many of these, um, I mean, you name it. I, I'm, I'm gonna be talking about this in my next book a lot. Um, but the reality is there's just so many of that I can, I'm gonna be turning it into a menu and so you figure out what you like and what you wanna do. Um, because there's so many like proven scientifically researched proven examples out there that are so powerful that will prime your day that will set your intention for your day and launch you into your day and then at the end of the day have you reflect and slow down and show gratitude and close your day properly and really a lot of these things you know already so you're going to start your day with affirmations start your day with gratitudes you're going to start your day with prayer, meditation, you know, uh, visualization, and then stuff like um, stuff like uh, daily planning, and you know, going off your calendar, going with your daily planner. This right here is 
absolutely unbelievable to, uh, tool. This is the daily planner from Brendan Burchard. This is the high performance planner. It is so incredible. It's got review, uh, weekly review, monthly review. Um, it's got overall uh, whole life um, review. It, this, is, this is a really powerful, powerful tool. And it opens the day with morning mindset reflection questions and closes the day with an evening journal, daily habits scorecard. This is what I'm using right now to take myself to the next level. And I'm always a student. I'm always you know, looking for ways to improve, looking for new things to try to change it up. Because guess what? Those affirmations that you've been doing every day for a year that you've got memorized, they don't have the same effect, do they? No, they don't. So writing new ones like I did recently is really important. And then, you know, at the end of that night, you know, the evening, always, always, always gratitude journal. You know, write down, you know, what you were grateful for that day. Uh, I'm grateful uh, Adriana and James had a great day. Had such a great day. They, they, they went out and did something special that day. Um, I'm so grateful I did the dishes. You know, it doesn't have to be you know, big things. But finding gratitude for your for yourself, for your day, for for the little things, for the big things, but dwelling in that place of just being thankful, just being grateful, and sitting in that before you go to sleep actually sets your mind up for the next day to be at that level. So you wake up in that gratitude, or you wake up with at, at least you wake up without that nagging worry, fear, anxiety that all too often people wake up with. So you're resetting everything with these rituals. And there's a ton more that you'll, you can learn out there and that I'll be talking about in the future, um, but that don't fit into this one little talk. So um, then there's daily planning and then there's throughout your day taking breaks and doing transitions between things, super high performance stuff. And then I've got these, these absolutely nots, the top five absolutely nots. So if you want to really do these things and do them well and find the balance, you have to avoid certain things. You have to have some absolutely nots. And so these are mine. Yours may be a little bit different. You may phrase them differently, but I really encourage you to have absolutely nots. So cell phone in the first and last hour of the day. Absolutely not. No way. I don't want to be looking at it. I don't want to be distracted by it. I don't want to be scrolling. I don't want to have my brain taken up by that. The first hour and last hour, I want those to be mine. Okay, and so, so I have separation. The phone is in this room. It's not in my bedroom. And then unscheduled inbox browsing. Absolutely not. Um, you schedule that so that you don't get just caught up in reaction. You want to be the thing that causes reactions. You don't want to be the reaction. Um, and that's, you know, as Brendan Burchard says, that is, you know, a really good organizing area for other people's priorities. And so you want to focus on your priorities. You want to schedule time to do that. You want to have a fixed end to it and you want to just get in and get out. And then Social media and news browsing, absolutely not. You don't want to take in the negativity, the rumors, the comparisons, the 
the anger, the all the different stuff that will just take you off course to pull you away from your focus and your intention. Yeah, you don't want any of that distraction to get in there and get mess up your gears. You want to get going fast. So you want to keep things positive. You want to avoid the negative. You want to avoid distraction. You want to keep things focused. So stay away from social media and the news. You want to stay focused. And then work marathoning. I am so guilty of this. I, if I don't have alarms to get me to stop, I will just go all day and I won't eat. I'll forget to drink water and I'll just work the entire day without getting up or moving. And that's really, really bad for our bodies. And I know it's bad because I've done it and I've experienced how bad it is. And I don't want that for you or for anyone. So we got to get up. We got to get moving. So it's like holding your breath when you're working out or doing something physical. You have that. <laughs> but when you release your breath, you lose all your strength. So it creates this brittleness. So we want the kind of strength that we can breathe through and continuously have that strength and not be this work marathon that I have to crash and then spend days recovering because I have no strength. Instead, we're in this rhythm of high performance where we're showing up every day and we're doing the things that need to be done and we're, and we're really rocking it, but we're stopping and starting at set times, not going too hard, not going too fast. When we're performing, we're going as, as, you know, as hard as we can. We were performing at our highest level, but we're not breaking ourselves. We're not damaging ourselves. We're not screaming our, our voices, you know, sore. We're not forgetting to drink water. We're, you, know, you know what I mean? We're doing things that honor our body. So we get that balance as we perform. And that can be hard, but guess what? That is how we stay up at that high performance level. We build the muscles in that balanced state so that as you grow, you're always in balance. So your muscles and your habits and your behaviors and the people around you are all in that similar balanced state. Because guess what? You're in imbalanced, your wife and your children, everything's imbalanced. If you're in balance, you give them the balance, just like they do for you. And so it all it's all reciprocal. But if you're in a situation that's imbalanced, take the initiative, take responsibility, and declare that you're gonna find balance for yourself and make that a commitment for yourself to yourself. So the last one, number five. Stop worrying, okay? So worrying is an absolutely not because it's the opposite of enthusiasm. And you know, we need to be the calm in the storm. The, we need to be, you know, despite all the things that are going wrong, we need to be the optimism that sees the light in that dark, dark tunnel, sees the pathway out of that valley. We need to bring that kind of enthusiasm. And if we are worrying, it just all those out and we can't access that. These, and this is just the beginning. This is just the way to start on all these things. And as you travel this path, you'll find what works best for you. You'll find that, you know, maybe it's absolutely not this, absolutely not that too for you. You may find that, you know, with your morning, you need to do this and go running. 
and then instead of praying and meditation you're doing you know uh, you know hot Bikram yoga yoga or something like that and it all depends on what works for you and so prime your day with your morning ritual reflect and close your day with gratitude with an evening ritual but start make that difference find that balance it's waiting for you and when you find it, you will see that balance spread out into the, your, your business, into your family, into your friends, your community, into the impact you have in the world. And that's what I want for you, to have that lasting, deep impact that just exponentially gets better and better. I'm Matt Powers. Grow abundantly, learn daily, and live regeneratively.